Hello, good people. Welcome to Door to Shine, a weekly show with myself, Monique Thomas, where I invite you to join me on the journey of shining. It takes great courage to discover who you are and live with a sense of purpose. This podcast is for every girl and woman who's committed to embracing their story and serving the world with their unique voice. When you listen to the conversations, I want you to be inspired to live the life that you're made for. I want you to be encouraged and know that you're not on your own, that we're all on this crazy adventure of life together. I'd really love you to engage with me on social media and tell all your friends it's at Daughtershine on most platforms. Hey ladies, welcome to episode 9 of the Daughtershine podcast. Now I'm currently talking to you on the D-Lo, so I'm all mellowed out because the boys are currently being put to bed and I don't want to wake them. So it's quite likely that you're here probably Israel crying in the background at some point I'll just warn you we've just had three weeks talking about the area of self-acceptance and we've had some great feedback so I thought rather than just skirt past the topic let's just pause and reflect and think about what this means for us personally so what strategies can I put in place to help me on my own journey towards a greater level of self-acceptance. Last week, we finished a conversation with an exploration of self-acceptance from a faith context. And we spoke about how we can struggle as Christians and as Christian women with the expectation of whatever it is that we think we should be, whatever it is that we think the Bible is saying that we should be, but we don't seem to meet that standard. And the powerful truth from a faith perspective is that we never will meet the standard that God has set out for us. And the Bible says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But Jesus makes all the difference and he comes and his sacrifice, his work is actually what enables us to live in a relationship with God. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And we can have complete confidence that whilst there may be areas of sin and challenge in our lives, that God sees us through the eyes of grace. And even further still, he's loving enough to love us on a journey to becoming the person, the woman that he wants us to be. Wherever we are, if we've put our faith in Jesus and his sacrifice, then he calls us holy. He still calls us righteous. If you haven't heard the episodes yet, do go back and check them out. Another aspect of what bridges that gap for me, the cross certainly is enough, but my part is a commitment to authenticity and I always say you know you can't start from where you think you should be you've got to start from where you really are 
And that for me is about commitment to authenticity. You can't fake it till you make it. You actually have to confront your stuff, confront your mess, confront your mindset. And that can be really tough. But it's not impossible. And at some point we all have to do it. So rather than waiting until it becomes completely out of control, let's just deal with our stuff sooner rather than later. Lack of self-acceptance is such an unproductive energy to have in our lives because it actually prevents us from achieving the goals and getting to that desired end, wherever it is that we want to be. If we can't acknowledge and accept where we are right now, then we can't possibly think forward. We're always thinking in a kind of backwards motion. We've got the cart going before the horse and it just doesn't work. I think it can also really rob us of our joy and prevent us from seeing the beauty of where we are now and enjoying the beauty of a journey. So I'm gonna share one of the strategies that I use to help me personally in the area of self-acceptance. And then it's going to be over to you, over to you ladies to explore those areas for yourself. And I'm really hoping that you will share them with me as well. So I can share them with other ladies if you feel comfortable to do that. So one of the things that I've been challenged with in recent years has been around my role as a mom. I've been challenged around my own expectations about what I can achieve with my time in this season. So obviously I have increased responsibilities that I absolutely love having. I love my boys and I don't want to become ungrateful or resent or actually squeeze the joy out of the beauty of this season of my life. And that's one of the things that can start to happen if I'm not realistic um, about my time um, if I don't accept where I am in this moment and what that means for me in terms of how I can allocate my time. Now you may or may not be a mom but you may find yourself in situations where your time has to shift for one reason or another. I have friends who have had to care for family members and that's meant that they've had to change the way they allocate their time in ways that they didn't expect as well um you know so it could be a whole host of things that cause you to find yourself in a place where time is not what it used to be and what one of the things that I do to help me in this area is I've actually started to set my goals on a quarterly basis a friend recommended to me a book called the 12 week year and I've been adopting that principle to my planning. So I no longer plan on a 12-month basis, but I actually consider three months to be a year. And what that does for me is that it brings my goals into closer focus. So I have long-term goals, but I break them down into more manageable chunks across the year, so across the four quarters of the year. And it actually empowers me to respond to the chaos, can I use that word, of parenting 
And I mean that in the nicest possible way. But what I when I say chaos, I mean it's just unpredictable. You may have your week planned out like I did last week. And then, you know, your child is off sick all week, sick through the night. So every day you wake up jaded. They're at home. So it means that you can't get the things done that you plan to get done. Um, and so you have to respond to that. And you can either respond to it by being frustrated, you know, and just completely annoyed and so on. Or you can actually think to yourself, right, how do I adapt and change and adjust my plans with this new reality of what's going on? And don't get me wrong, you know, I struggled, I was tired, but being able to, okay, open up my quarterly goals and think, right, that didn't happen there, but let's see how I can shift this around, um, you know, next week or the week after, because I'm planning you know, on a quarterly basis is actually really empowering. And it also means that when I have commitments outside of our family home, because I've set those goals, I know what my time means today because I know what I'm actually trying to um, achieve on a quarterly basis, um, as you know, and how that impacts my year even. Um, it means that I have a better understanding of what my time means today and I can make commitments accordingly. It also means that I take responsibility for where I am. So, you know, I understand what my no and my yes means in terms of time when a request is made of me. And so I'm less likely to find myself in a place where I'm, you know, like, uh, I've got no time to get this done and I don't know why or even start resenting other people because I've allowed them to manage my time for me. Now I don't always get this right but what I'm not prepared to do is act like I've got more time than I really have. So I need to look at my situation, look at it in the face and say okay this is the reality of my time. What can I do with that? Rather than complain about what I haven't got um, actually, I'm really grateful for the fact that I have my boys um, and I have Aaron in my life. What can I do with the time that I do have? How can I manage it better? Let me accept the reality of where I am. And let me tell you actually that becoming a mom has actually made me more economical with my time. I've actually found that I do more with my time. My time works better for me because I've become wiser with how I use it and more resourceful and selective with how I spend it. So actually, the productivity that I'm wanting to see happen when I actually acknowledge where I'm at and actually start to operate authentically within that space, I actually start to make progress. It may not be as fast as I want it to be, but I'm going to make progress. So that's my little bit of encouragement and you know a tool out of my bag that I'd like to share with you what do you do what things are you working at and you know how are you working at those things hit me up on social media share them with me share them with the daughter shine community so that we can you know all be empowered and encouraged in some way ladies I want you to know that your shining is not dependent upon your circumstances, nor is it dependent upon the opinions of others. 
It is, in fact, within our power to shine incessantly, whenever and wherever we are. Have a great week. Love you guys. God bless.